What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is here. And today we're going to talk about the Trump raid and the coming storm slash consequences of these of these particular actions. So... For those of you who have been living under a rock or choose to only get your news source from us, first, why? Second, we're going to talk about what happened last night. That would be the raid of the Mar-a-Lago home of a former president, Donald J. Trump, number 45. And because of this raid, odds are he will be the nominee for 2024 with no exceptions. And the only reason I say that is, is because they have screwed up. Either they're going to find something on him, which will unify and and put him in jail, right? Which would then unify all of the Trump people behind DeSantis. Or 
they'll make him a living martyr and people who were like you know what i'm i i really hope it's desantis you know i like trump for what he did but you know me basically it's me the people who would like to see anybody but trump run or uh desantis run instead of trump for 2024 simply because he's more amicable with uh conversation he's not as coarse sarah go you know what desantis I really like you as governor. Stay there for 2024. I want to see how much shit Donald Trump can break in 2024. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to support Trump in 2024. Those are your two options of what's going to happen. But when you have people on the left, Andrew Yang, Andrew Cuomo, saying that this raid was unjustifiable and crosses a Rubicon, you need to pay attention as to why. Now, I know why Andrew Cuomo doesn't want to make it warfare or lawfare, because he's afraid of the shit that he's got in his closets. But other people who shouldn't have anything to hide, why would they sit here and say, hey, this is wrong? Maybe it's because deep down inside they understand that they're not staying in power forever. And if you get a vindictive person, say a Donald Trump, who escapes through all of this and then gets into power, you best be fucking afraid. Now that's for the people on the left. For the people on the right, you have now had a little over 24 hours to to speak your piece. If you have not said anything to support Donald Trump or to bash the FBI at this point, you are a coward. You are a cuck. And you are in it simply for power. Right now, it is too late for you to sit here and jump on the I support Donald Trump bandwagon. You have exposed yourself as a rhino. Now, I know you're going to have those Republican politicians who come out and say, but we shouldn't do this. We should be above the law. We are not a nation of laws and never have been. We are a nation of wills and always will be. We had laws that justified slavery, but it was the will of the people to overturn those laws that made that change. We had laws that designated that we were a colony of the British, but we had people who had the will to change it. Racial segregation was a law, and we had the will to break it. Abortion was a law, and we had the will to break it. If you think that because we shouldn't stoop to the other side, we should follow the rules, We are a rule of wills, not a rule of laws. They will continue to abuse you, bend you over, treat you like a serf, and eventually throw you in a camp and turn you into your pronouns or was and were if you continue to follow the rules when we know that they are not. When they are using the law and the Department of Justice against you as a weapon, and have no doubt that the 87,000 IRS agents are going to become a private army relatively quickly, you need to wake up. They are coming for you. They are going to sit here and remove the opposition. But here's my biggest fear, that this was their ultimate plan. 
to push you to the point where you react negatively before the midterm elections. Yes, it will. It will galvanize people into a, into a reaction. No, no, they'll just come and arrest your ass, take you away, suspend elections. Think Venezuela, two thousand fourteen. They take the guns. They suspend elections. They have a dictator for life that can do whatever he wants and say anything he wants, and nobody can stop him at that point. If they can get the right to be violent before the midterm elections, they will have all the justification they need to suspend the elections indefinitely. What if that's their plan? My other fear... Huh? Be fucking brilliant. Yeah. My other fear is that if they can get nothing, and it looks like they're turning against uh, Biden and everything that's going on. I mean, more than now, right? But they can't get Trump on this, and it, it turns out that this is a big nothing burger, and it was political. That the only way to stop Trump at that point, in the left's eyes, is that they will attempt to assassinate him. They will turn him in from a living martyr into a real one, and that is a mistake. I agree. I think that that would almost guarantee a civil war. No, within within hours. Yeah. Within hours of an assassination attempt on President Trump, former President Trump, however you want to call it, within hours there will be blood in the streets because you will have pushed a group of people to the point to the breaking point, and then kept on going. At that point, if if a president is no longer safe, a former president is no longer safe, then what the fuck are we the people going to do? And a lot of people who have just been waiting for that hammer to drop will go, all right, it's time to cut fence and sort shit out. You fucked around. But yep. this is nothing more than a political assassination. If you really want to call it as it is, it's what it is. It's a Watergate. With no but reverse the whole yeah. time ignoring, yeah, but the whole time is fucking ignoring the bleach bit from Clinton. Then got oh, that that bitch. You realize that right now she is she is fundraising under this raid. She's fundraising. She's fundraising fucking hats. And the hat says, but her emails. She is okay, raising you have money to, based you have to off give of... her credit, though. Like, whoever came up with the idea on her side, you got to give her credit. Because that is fucking brilliant. But she is literally gloating that she can do illegal shit. But no one else can. Which isn't true. Because Hunter Biden, nobody has handled with kid gloves more than the Hunter Biden case. Well, let me Hillary Clinton... Uh, Libby Scooter, Scooter was his name. He's the one who went into the Clinton archives and took pieces of, uh, documents and shoved them in his pants. What? I think it was Libby Scooter. Now, you know me, I don't usually say anything about emergencies or, or anything like that, right? I don't, I don't ever tout those. Okay. Don't push it. And one of those things, because I feel like you should, you know, pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I understand you need help sometimes doing that. But I got to look at it, how much money they sent to Eastern Kentucky, which there are places here that have been wiped off the fucking map. 
Okay. And I don't mean like wreckage wiped off. I mean like there are places that do not exist anymore. Period. Okay. One point six billion dollars. Not bad. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. That's actually pretty good in the United States for a, an uh, for an emergency. And I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. How much have we sent? How much have we sent to Ukraine? Who signed a deal total? Yeah. Total, like yeah. 120 billion dollars. Oh, so you're telling me that Ukraine, who hates us, who is siding with our, who is trying to side with our enemies, right? We're sending them. 120 times more than what we send to our own people? 100 times, yeah. Yeah, 100, 120 at that point. It's still, you're going to send 100 times more to a nation that we owe nothing to and ignore our own. And it's not just Kentucky now. Now you've got to look out at Vegas and a few other places that are getting wiped out by fucking flooding. And we're sitting here and it's like, so... We're going to send them our oil as our oil skyrockets. We're going to send them our money as we have people in emergency here. We're going to send them baby formula and food while people starve here. We're going to take away medical benefits and freedoms from citizens here and give them to people who cross the border illegally. Wake up! Uh, You you broke the mic again. (laughs) I just need people to wake up. Yelling at them is not going to help because apparently nothing, though no one is more blind than those who refuse to see. Unfortunately. But have you noticed how effective? I'm gonna I I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, you could say, just a <laughs> little one, but but uh <laughs> I wish they could see that on a video. <laughs> but with that being said, how effective has the Trump raid been in removing the current conflicts everywhere else? How fast did the Inflation Reduction Act disappear from the news? How fast did the additional $4.5 billion in addition to the $1.5 billion from last week disappear from the news cycle? How fast did the Ukrainian begging help from the Chinese get removed from the news cycle? How fast did the Nancy Pelosi's a fucking airhead who's trying to cause World War III disappear from the headlines? How fast did America sending troops to India to practice on the Chinese-India border, disputed border, I might add, how fast did that disappear? Or how about this? Is it coincidental that the same day that the FBI was supposed to submit all of their records to Congress over January 6th and FBI agent involvement, they raid Donald Trump's house? How fast or How interesting is it that the judge who signed the order for the raid was Epstein's personal attorney? Huh? How how bad is it that the three people who were responsible for moving 
or for moving the raid along, Merrick Garland was denied a seat at the Supreme Court when Trump got elected. The head of the FBI, his predecessor, was attacked by Donald Trump for incompetence. And the judge, who is a Trump appointee, I might add, right, just happens to be one of the legal eagles for Jeffrey Epstein. You know, how, how interesting is it that the FBI uh, didn't let any of Trump's legal team observe the warrant or observe the execution of the warrant? How come they requested that the security cameras in the home be turned off? Isn't it strange that they took the stuff in boxes and mass without inventorying them before they left? Without inventorying them and giving a copy of the documents or the things that they took, a list of the things they took to Trump's legal team? You don't think that it's beyond them to plant evidence? They took it. As a matter of fact, not only did they take it, but they have had access to these same documents for months. But it's a very effective tool. When you look at it, it can show nothing, but it's, a politi it's been politicized using the DOJ as a weapon. And those are all true statements. But at the same time, look how effective it has been at removing all of the negative stuff going on in the world that our government is currently involved in off of the records, off of the headlines. They're not stupid. They know that there's a lot of bad fucking news in the world. And eventually, even the most asleep person is going to keep on. Bombs dropping in Israel, bombs dropping in Turkey, bombs dropping in Greece, bombs dropping in Ukraine, bombs dropping all over the world. China is continuing to launch missiles over Taiwan in an effort to provoke the United States, Japan, or Taiwan to make a move. What the fuck are you going to do? Stop us? Ha <laughs> ha they, they know better. But... Even the most asleep will eventually wake up if the news is bad enough. Not if you can distract them, not if you can give them cake. But if you remove all of that off of the news cycle by throwing in the, the, the raid of Donald Trump. Now, I'm not saying it's not exactly what it appears to be. But I find it to be a very effective... Eraser for everything else. Focus here, focus here, focus here. It's the flourish in a magic act. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the ball. When. What was the movie called? Oh, go ahead. It's, it's, it begins with a P. It has the Prestige. Back when it was the Prestige. It is the, the Prestige. And yeah. We're all sitting here we're just eating it up. Yeah, because it is much easier to see right versus left than world against America. Because America is the bad guy. People don't want to see that. They don't want to embrace it. 
They don't want to sit here and look at the reality of the world in which it hangs and that most of the conflicts are because America decided that they wanted to fuck around and find out. And then elect a leader <coughs> who doesn't even know how to spell F-A-F-O. The dude forgot it within five seconds that he had shook somebody's hand and wanted to shake again. Did you not see that today? No, I did not. Chucky Schumer. Chucky Schumer gave a little speech and he went to go shake the hands. He shook the hand of uh, Biden and then the rest of the people in line. By the time he walks by Biden again, Biden has his hand out to want to shake his hand again like he forgot. Yesterday, he couldn't even put on his own coat getting out of the helicopter. It was so bad that his wife had to help him while she laughed at him. We are currently led by idiots. And if you doubt that, look at Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, who just called China one of the freest nations on earth. Nancy Pelosi that says that she's always felt a certain kinship with Chinese because when she was a kid, she dug a hole in the beach. And somebody said if she dug it deep enough, she would reach China. That's her connection to China. That is not her fucking connection to China. The fact that her and her husband have profited off of insider trading within the Senate and have made deals that have increased their portfolio a thousandfold. How she always seems to, her husband always seems to sit here and buy stocks for companies that Congress is going to talk about within a couple of weeks. Doesn't sound suspicious. She has a link to China, but it's the same link. She has the same link that Joe Biden does. Both of their There's sons. The same, link that, the same link that Mitch McConnell has. It's through the pocketbook. It's through their wallet. It's they, through their children. Owned. Their yeah, children are on the boards of companies that are owned by the Chinese government. Hunter Biden, Nancy Pelosi's son, Paul Pelosi Jr. Yeah, but I mean, think about this. Our politicians, politicians are always owned by someone. Let's not get that twisted. Politicians since the dawn of civilization have always been owned by someone. The problem is you realize that politicians are no longer owned by their constituency or by people of their nation is when civilizations fall. I just got a, a text from somebody. Uh, former NYPD Commissioner Bernard Carrick says that he is deathly afraid for Donald. He says that the Democrats will try to assassinate Trump if the FBI's Mar-a-Lago raid doesn't spark criminal charges because they've tried everything else to stop him. <coughs> While we're on the air, I get the text. Great! I, it's true, though. I mean, it's just common sense at this point. I Well, I hate to say common sense, but... Common it, sense ain't that common? Well, yeah, but what I mean by it is, is when you realize that that's that's the only play they have. Yeah. That so when is a natural progression. Yeah. So when people sit here go, why don't you guys trust the FBI? So instead of using 
stuff that happened in the past with other organizations. Let's look at what they just did to Donald Trump himself. The FBI has pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They spied on Trump before he was running and after he won. They lied to a FISA court. They ignored Hillary's server escapades. They ignored the Biden family criminal activity. They persecuted journalists at Project Veritas. They decided to go after Merrick Garland designated parents who went to school board meetings as domestic terrorists. They treat January 6th prisoners, huh? That's how I got on the list. They treat January 6th trespassers like terrorists. This is why nobody trusts them. You have a president, and this didn't even make the news anywhere that I have looked for it, was when Biden admitted to controlling the weather. When he was in Kentucky, he made that statement. Nothing? Nothing from the media? It's all the raid, the raid, the raid, the raid, the raid. It may not intentionally have been used as a distraction because of the negative consequences that can come from this. But it makes a really good one. It gets people angry and it will eventually lead to violence, which is exactly what they want to suspend the Constitution and the ability for the votes in November. Now don't don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you not to get mad. Fuck, get mad. Channel that shit. Call your representatives, all of them. Con- ask them to get on the record to condemn it. Ask them to sit here. Call your governors. Tell them, you need to expel the FBI from your state. You are the supreme law of the land in that state. Expel them. Expel the Secret Service, expel the ATF, expel the IRS, all of them. Expel all government alphabet agencies controlled by the federal government and kick them out. I did it. I did it with DeSantis. Just to remind him that there are still people who watch him and don't think that he's a god. We can criticize them when they need to be criticized. But we need to remind them that we're still paying attention and we want to hear their stance. Now, DeSantis has come out and called the United States a banana republic because of the shit that happened. Right. But I remind him that he has the power to kick them out of his state and at the same time institute constitutional carry. Come on, Ron. This is what we need. But if you're just going to do and sit back and say nothing, then you're going to get what Mitch McConnell said. We need to play by the rules. We don't act like they do. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. That attitude is what has led us to this absolute shitstorm. Yep. We play by rules that only we followed. And while that may sound good from a moral or ethical perspective, from a perspective of reality, you fucked us. We all fucked each other doing it. And that's because we wanted to be morally superior. You know what morally superior is? Morals are dictated by those in charge. 
if you want, right. want to change something, if you want to change something, you need to be in a position where no one can argue with you. I say it sounds totalitarian, it sounds authoritarian, but at this particular point, that's the only option you have. You do not have the ability at this time in American history, you do not have the ability to rest on your laurels and act pompous because you are morally superior. That's not how you're, what you've done is you literally open the gates and let the barbarians come in. So I'm going to bastardize a quote by Frederick Douglass. And the only reason I say bastardize is going to add to it. He's the three box proponent, right? There are uh, a man's right rests in three boxes, the ballot box, the jury box, and the bullet box, or the cartridge box. I disagree. I believe that there are four boxes. You have the soap box, which is what we excel at because this is what we're doing, right? That's your soap box. Then you have your ballot box. If you still get to vote in November, go vote. Bring all of your friends to go vote. Bring them with you. Go vote in person, not via mailbox. Record them if they tell you that you've already voted via mail-in ballot. Don't let them hide, because if you don't think that they're not going to pull what they pulled in 2020, that is one more step to cause the chaos. Then you have the jury box, which is lawfare, which is where you go after the people who are doing wrong using the laws that currently exist in the land. But what happens when those three fail you? You have the cartridge box. They want you to skip all of the other ones and go straight to the cartridge box because that makes you the villain. That makes you the bad guy. No matter how evil they did. they're Basically, the left are just a bunch of narcissists. No matter how bad they are, no matter how evil they are, no matter how corrupt they are, that if you fight back, you are automatically the enemy. You are automatically the bad guy in their eyes. They will sit here and they will speak at you. They will yell at you. They will scream at you saying, but that's your truth, not my truth. Sorry, honey. There is only one objective truth. You know, the right is so proud of the fact that they say uh, facts don't care about your feelings. And that's a true statement. They don't. Facts do not care. Truth is truth. Facts are facts. Your interpretation of those facts may be different, but ultimately the facts do not care about your feelings either way. But there is a swing side to this because we know that there are very few people that actually can actually stand solidly behind the facts don't give a fuck about your feelings. Very few people can sit here and look at the look at it objectively, look at a topic objectively. They always have some worldview that alters their facts. Right? We have people who on one particular side who want to fight amongst each other to try and justify that theirs is the correct way and everybody who thinks differently than them is wrong. I'm not going to say left or right. Because sometimes in that particular instance, they can be interchangeable. Yeah. 
But here's the other thing, and here's what the people on the right need to understand about the people on the left. Feelings don't care about your facts either. No amount of persuading somebody who's been convinced that they're right and that the other side is evil is ever going to agree with you if they have been taught to dehumanize you, to hate you. No amount of facts that you present to them will justify rejecting their feelings when they've been taught their whole life to follow their heart. When they've been taught their entire life that they can, they, it's their truth. And that truth is subjective. And what's true for me isn't true for you. Their feelings will never be changed because of your facts. I hate to say it, but we're at a point where the two sides will not come together. We've also come to a point where I you say truth is subjective and I say it's like, well, truth has become reality as that individual perceives it. Therefore, their truth will always be different than yours, regardless of what facts are. Well, that's why I say that worldview is more important than facts. How your brain processes the reality of the world in which they live in will determine whether or not that fact is true, an isolated basis, or complete bullshit. There are people who will argue that the sky is purple. And there are people like me who will argue that the sky, there are people like you and me that will argue that the sky is gray because, well, I don't see any colors. All right. That's where you're talking about the worldview. You got two, you got three different people. One person's clearly out of their fucking minds. One has a disability and only sees things a certain way. And the other person can see light and color and says the sky is blue. Well, to that person, the sky is blue. To me, that sky will always be gray, even though I know it is blue. But I can only see it as gray. And that is the problem. We have gotten so far on one side and even the other. We've gotten so far into our own worldview that we do not take into consideration there are other factors. We're only wrapped up in what our worldview is. And whether right or wrong, that's not healthy. An echo chamber is just that. You just hear the same reverberations of whatever you say. You're not challenged. Life is about challenge. Progress is about challenging yourself to be better. Science is all about challenging fact and proving whether it is right or wrong. Medicine is about challenging the natural course of life. But instead, we want everything to be easy. That's why you get so many of these groups that are on both sides that echo with each other. And that's it. They never go any further. Sorry. I've been thinking about that all day. (laughs) So, this is going to be a shorter episode. But I want you to understand. It is okay to be angry. It is okay to raise hell. Call your politicians. 
get a standard. Get sit here, get a statement. Be active politically. Be motivated. Turn this anger to motivation to go convince some people to vote your way. To sit here and get and turn out the vote if we're allowed to have one. But be prepared for that. Train. Train, lose weight, go for a run, get prepared to carry your bug out bags, whatever you think training entails. But don't do anything stupid. I don't think we're at quite at the point of the cartridge box, but carry the cartridge box with you at this point. Train to be violent, then keep it on a leash so that if you were ever given a choice, and put it in a situation, you have the right to choose between violence or peace. Because if you don't have the ability to choose violence, you are nothing. You are harmless. Is that what harmless. you're saying? I like the term impotent. Yeah, it's because you don't know the definition of it. Well, no, I'm not impotent. How would you know? Yes, that's how we're going to end okay. with a laugh. Because this shit can get serious and and know that there's still hope. I mean, the the fact that thousands of patriots in the state of Florida, when they found out that there was a raid, went to go protest the fucking thing was epic. Good job, people. And with I that gotta hand it to your state. I gotta hand it to your state. We don't they fucking play around. Yeah, you don't play around. <laughs> Granted, we get we get a lot of crazy people, but that's okay. That's part of what makes a Florida man, Florida man. All right. So thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, we can get back on track. And they will have been like, nope, sorry, we fucked up on the raid. We didn't mean it. We were supposed to do the neighbor's store, house next door, but. By the way, here's just one passing fact. Uh, for the warrant to be uh, legit, they had to have given a copy to Donald Trump or somebody at his household to serve the warrant, which means he can release it anytime they that he wants. So right now he's playing the, I'm going to make the DOJ release the warrant. Or they didn't give him a warrant. And that means that everything that they just confiscated was bullshit and it will have been nothing but political. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye!